Hey Julie. Hey Julie. Welcome to Hey Julie, a podcast about Big Brother and stuff. My name is Brett. I'm Danielle. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. Some cold hearted, cold hearted Angela rises from wherever she was hiding. I. All I can say is, welcome to Big Brother. Welcome. Expect the unexpected, like Angela talking. Not only talking, talking with some serious dude. Yeah, but we have just a, a little bit of bit. We're going to get to this. This is like really important, exciting stuff. But there's a lot of business to cover up, for, up front. First of all, happy birthday, Danielle. Thank you so much. My birthday's on Saturday. I know, but we're not recording on Saturday. I know. And then I just want to say one thing really quick. Happy birthday, Brett. Thank you. My birthday's on <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> and we're probably not recording that day either. Right. We're both little baby Leos and, you know, we need attention a lot. So mm, it's important not. we tell each other happy birthday. I know. Well, have you learned how to not have a 30th birthday in the summer of yes. Steve 2018 from Rachel? <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, she it, celebrated Rachel her. Rachel taught me a lot. Yeah, Rachel celebrated her thirtieth the other night, and uh, it's not yeah. wasn't not looking good for Rachel. No. Uh, some that other was not the <laughs> way to spend an iconic thirty flirty and thriving birthday. I'm going to be doing the exact opposite. I'm going to be spending it with people I love. You and know. eating expensive cake. <laughs> Del- amazing. Maybe I should go to Vegas this weekend for my there birthday to see, Ra- see if Rachel's around. See if she's doing a show. And, oh, yeah. Let's see if she's doing a Tony and Tina's wedding. Okay. Other stuff on the do- on the docket before we get into it. Uh, a scheduling. It's not a snafu, but coincidence. My weekly Dungeons and Dragons night is happening <laughs> right now. So if you hear... If you hear some people rolling dice and shouting in Elvish or or various, um, you know, um, sort of Middle Earth languages, that's what's going on. We can save it for another podcast. I'm sorry. They're here. I, I'm trying to do a Mrs. Doubtfire thing where I'm going from this podcast to the Dungeons and Dragons, which is about happening about 12 feet from where from where I am right now. Hello! <laughs> <laughs> Final piece of business before we get into the episode. Um, we changed our hosting recently. Not you and me. We're still hosting the show. We're but the the, our back end, our, 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 our web hosting, we've switched to a new platform, which is allowing us to insert dynamic ads into the podcast. So you might hear at the beginning or end of the podcast an ad for Starbucks or something like that. Now this is, it's, it's like, it's not like most podcasts where, where like your favorite host talks about their favorite mattress company or their favorite, you know, um, MailChimp or whatever. Uh, this is the, the computer sort of has an algorithm and just puts a random ad in the front or the beginning. So we don't know what, what ad is playing for it. I hope you guys don't mind. I hope it's not too intrusive. Uh, if, if like all right dot Pepe dot whatever is there. Let us know. We don't Please want them. Let us to, know. We don't want them to be advertising. No, we don't want that. Blood I don't money. think it will. I think it's just going to be stuff like coffee and t-shirts and mattresses and stuff like that. Just, Hell but, yeah. So, anyways, uh, deal with us. We'll, this is just an experiment. We're seeing how 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 it goes. Uh, the advertising and podcasting thing. So, thank you for being patient with us on that. And you can definitely hit us up uh, if if it's bothersome or um, whatever. Anyways. 
Big Brother 20. Finally, let's get to the last little piece of housekeeping. Oh, what's up? Which is Julie Chen, hot or not. Oh, I really would like to hear what you have to say about this, Danielle. So. Because the, if, if the actions of her husband, Mr. Moonvez, are, you can't defend them. I don't know how you can defend what Julie did tonight. (laughs) It's going to be tough, but let me try. (laughs) I like a challenge. Go for it. Julie Chen was wearing a long, voluminous shirt, a blouse, you might say. I have a a different word for that, and I'll I'll share. (laughs) I'll wait for you to finish with your spiel. It was hot pink. Despite it being a tent-like loose fit, it also had peplum towards the end of the sleeves and shirt. Her hair was in a high, bouncy pony, and she was wearing a neat trouser underneath. This outfit said, I just dropped my kids off at carpool. This outfit said, I need to pick up some organic blueberries at Whole Foods because they're on sale this week. This outfit said, I don't give a fuck if you're talking about my philanderer husband, okay? I'm Julie Chen. I host EB and I do what I want. This outfit was hot. What What did you say her pants were? A neat trouser. A neat trouser. Yes. Those were blue jeans. <laughs> that shirt? That shirt was a smock. That was a smock. That was a please bring your your mother you. or father's oversized t-shirt into art class because we're going to be doing some watercolors today. That was a smock with jeans. It was, it was smocking hot. It was. I know Julie's having a tough time. We all are. Her a little bit more than others. It's understandable. She was shook. She was like that gif of Brett. She was shook. She was shook. The other week. Probably because the New York Times called her up and said, hello, Miss Chen, Mrs. Chen. What do you call, what's the proper Ms. or Mrs. if she doesn't have the last name? Ms. Chen or Mrs. Moonvez. But she isn't Mrs. Moonvez. She's married, but she doesn't have his last name. It doesn't matter. They called Ronan Barrow, called her up on the phone and said, I'm going to drop the dime on your boy. And right before she went on on the show and she was shook. I know she's going through a tough thing, but that is what someone wears to the supermarket. Not. That is a N-O-T not for me, dog. Wow. Well, we had a couple people writing in agreeing with you, but I just. Look, it can't all be ball gowns on Big Brother, okay? Yeah, so let's briefly talk about Wednesday night. Wednesday night was all just like the hubris of the the Fute side, and we have a little bit of it on the first half of Thursday. They're just so confident. Bay is so confident. She's just – Tyler figures out how to hack, you know, <laughs> hacking this season. Tyler figures out how to hack Bay which is just to compliment her all the time and just tell her yeah. everything she wants to hear. And she is so easily, easily swayed so that ego and be like everything you do be like, that was for you. Yeah. I did that for you. Yeah. And yeah, she, she falls for it hook, line and sinker. Total. And it just, 
she's totally acting. It's like Bay says at the um at the beginning of the episode, if I prove to her I can keep her safe, meaning Rachel, she'll work with me in the end. How are you gonna keep her safe? What are you what have you done? Nothing. I, other exactly. Than, other than slide on a skateboard at a <laughs> correct like at a certain clip. You've done nothing. nothing. There was no campaigning done by these people all week long, and that's why they're blindsided. The only thing she did all week was give up that her own power. But that's the thing; she does still have that power, which she has to use. Which she has to use on Monday. Why or Sunday? Why? Because she's going to be nominated. If eight people left already, if. No, I mean, what she has to use, she has to use that power tomorrow because Angela, sorry, she gets to replace the nominees, right? Yes. It's interesting that Angela is the HOH, but Angela might probably will only get to have a say in the veto this week. If I'm Bailey, you need to use that power right now because she's going to be the, she's going to be the target. Bailey's going to be the target next week. Bailey had a horrible HOH. And all she did I mean, on all, all these episodes was talk about how she's like so confident and she's had the best HOH of the summer. Girl, please. I want to talk. Okay, this is all I really care about about the Swaggy Meets Bailey's family thing. Yeah, let's talk about that. Okay, so he, yeah, whatever. He meets them. They try to do set up this whole like, like he as if he's the fresh prince coming to live with Uncle Phil. Like the snobs meet the slob. Yeah. But. They're talking about Bailey, and they're like, she's so brilliant. She's got a photographic memory. Like, everything about her is so amazing. And the mom, as an example, is like, last night in the house, they were playing pool, and they thought she wasn't going to do so good. And she did pretty well. (laughs) (laughs) This Meet the Parents segment was nuts. I... (laughs) The episode starts with, like, a preview, like, in the recap. The announcer is like, yeah, they're like, hey, stick around. Instead of hanging out with our characters who are actually playing the game, we're going to go to Texas with a camera crew for a little bit, which is not my favorite thing to do. But uh, we're doing it. We're having some strawberry smoothies. I don't know if there's alcohol in them, but they're in wine glasses. Yeah. There's um, here's what really I mean, the the pool stuff was pretty good. But um. (laughs) Bailey, we cut to a clip of Bailey going, what if I actually end up becoming a doctor? And it's like, (laughs) what? You're like 28 years old and a flight attendant. I don't know if the doctor (laughs) thing's going to happen. And then her mom is like, she was one point away from being a genius on the scale (laughs) of where, like, you need points for doing it. Uh, It's uh, That's sort of a burn on her. (laughs) What? That was the craziest thing I've ever heard, that that okay, was like but- Morgan's hotel. Like she's actually going to play <laughs> the doctor. Like, I think I'm actually going to become a dermatologist. Like, first of all, if you want to, you should, I'm not saying you shouldn't, but like, that was just out of the blue for me. Well, you're missing also, like it was so, it was barely audible, but after she was like, yeah, maybe dermatology. Angela was like, yeah, pop those pimples. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Pimple popper on TLC. Yeah. Oh yeah, I watched that show. Not for me. Um, so that's that's all there is to talk about. Bailey, Bailey's family and swaggy meeting. Um, can I go a little bit back? We have please to Wednesday. Just a couple things. 
Um, we have echoes of Caitlin in this episode. First of all, a bird comes and JC is like legitimately funny. Like he thinks he's so funny. He makes like legitimately hilarious connections and turns of phrase. And like, yes. I think he's legitimately fucking with us with the Jin and Jang thing. Like, oh yeah. 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 Anyways, a bird comes and he's like, look, it's Caitlin. And then the bird poops. And then they have <laughs> SFX of Caitlin being like, oh, see, oh, sounds like the monk is yelling right now. Sorry about <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, Caitlin, the bird poops. And and then, so we have that. And then during the, the veto competition, the goober thing, which is weird. Uh, yeah. Rachel has a Caitlyn-esque meltdown in the middle. It just felt very Caitlyn. Like, she realizes yeah. she can't do it, and she just, like, tosses the puzzle pieces away and, like, has a bit of a cry. It just felt like it's just good, like, thematic repetition. And I just want to say, like, I'm not sad. I felt bad for Rachel in Thursday's night's episode, but I really am not sad to see her go just because she gave us this DR. Like, yeah. I'm fired up. I'm winning this veto. This I'm not ready to go home. And then she does that in the veto competition, girl. Yeah. Bye. You're like a fit woman, a young yes. fit woman. I don't know. Yeah. I don't I, know. I, 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 another thing about this veto competition. What? Uh, Tyler absolutely smokes everyone. Oh, totally. <laughs> like the closest was Bailey? No, the closest was Brett. Brett? Yeah. Brett had 14 minutes. No, Brett and had like to run ten. Taylor Tyler had like six and change. Tyler, Brett had like ten and change, and Bailey had around fourteen, Bailey had 14. and change. And the other okay. three could not complete it at all. Still, so he had six, which is almost half of what Brett had. Oh, totally. And no one's thinking like, "Wow, wow, he's really good at competition." And like, I don't know what's going on in the house right now, but another week has gone by where I mean, we have this one scene tonight. Where Scotty goes up to the DR, or I'm sorry, to the HOH and sort of checks, like, hey, we're all voting out Brett, right? And they're like, yeah. And we got Tyler, right? And they're all like, yeah. Except none of them have, had spoken to Tyler about it. And if they did, he'd be like, yeah, totally. Right. <laughs> and another week is going by where that the vote is how, like how many thursdays will this happen where they're all surprised and they don't suspect tyler like i'm sure right now they're having a fight like oh i bet Haley was the one who flipped i bet fessy yeah. was the one who flipped i bet like it's yeah, like bad yeah like they could easily pin this on on fessy or scotty because that brett's whole speech was we got to save the we got to save the guys right so it's going to be so easily easy to frame one of them. And they're not going to suspect it be as Tyler is all, at all. Nah. They d refuse to see what's right in front of their nose. And did they talk to Sam or JC at all? I don't know. Like, Haley, or sorry, Bailey thought she was in power. She was the, she was the queen of politics. She was wheeling and dealing all week. And it's like, do you talk to Sam? Do you talk to Jay-Z? Do you secure, like, even though you can't vote and you're safe, can you go around and campaign and be political and secure votes? No. no. Everyone sucks. Everyone except Tyler sucks. What? <laughs> so, um, should we talk about the eviction a little bit? Because, like, this is, the this is the best part of the episode. Yeah. So, this 
So, yeah, it's all leading up to, we saw, they gave us a little bit of preamble about how, like, it was supposed to be Brett going home, Rachel was just a pawn, for all we know, things are tied up, or things are going the way of Brett going home, and tonight we finally get to see that, no, a new plan has been put in motion. Yeah, so, um, I was kind of wrong, I had this wrong, hashtag Brett was wrong. (laughs) <laughs> on Monday or Sunday or Monday, whenever we we did we taped last weekend um, after the the Sunday show, um, I thought Rachel was staying, but but I guess I was kind of seeing a lot of when people were like kind of putting not putting it together. Not that Rachel was lying; it's just that Rachel was like Rachel's just acting weird. And what you got to do when you're on Big Brother is first shout out. The show, hey Julie, like Rockstar hey, does. Julie. Rockstar hey, Julie. does this every week. Yeah, she's a good fan. <laughs> but second, if you're on the block, you got to be cool as a cucumber. You can't do nothing. You got to chat with people. You got to do what Brett does, staying up at night, pinching Haley's Haley's calves. Yep. I saw that action. I know those moves. I went to oh, college. Yeah. I know what's oh, up. Good old pinch of the calves. <laughs> oh yeah, it's how you get the woman every time. <laughs> But uh, yeah, you gotta you gotta just stay cool. You have to like create situations for the other, for your uh, the person nominated against you to just like be a crazy person. Right. I also, but I like listen. Maybe because it's, I'm also almost thirty, like Rachel. Almost. But I could understand. Same I could understand. <laughs> I could understand like getting that paranoid because she wasn't wrong i think they were planning to vote her out before she got paranoid but it just gave them it gave them all the reason to do it like yeah yeah but i mean things things flip so so often so many times things change the veto ceremony happens on monday and then on wednesday night they someone gets an idea and the idea takes hold like wildfire and it all changes and it all yeah so you know Nothing's nothing's in stone on Monday, right? In the BB house, but we have this great speech from Brett where he's like, right. "There's an all women's alliance called the Man Eaters, which is Sam. true, except for Sam, which is true." I would like to see how Sam responds to this, if if at all. And uh, Rachel's face is like, "Oh shit!" Rachel is I'm like, "Yelp." <laughs> I'm going home, and she goes, "I did not. I didn't tell him that. I did not tell him that." Because because Brett also says that Rachel told him about the about Bailey's power, but it kind of came to Brett through the grapevine. Yeah. So we see the votes, and everyone voted the way we thought, which is level six flipped on Rachel, and Puete voted to keep Rachel, and Rachel storms out. Pissed. Can't I mean, contain her tears. Incredible we have not- television. Emotion like this since Whistlenut. Oh, not what? <laughs> or do you mean cornbread? Whistlenut was more recent than cornbread. Oh yeah, Whistlenut freaked out too. He freaked out. If you have a fake name, you're gonna freak out on Big Brother. That, them <laughs> yeah, the rules. Rachel. I uh, I would like to see how I w- it's gonna be fun to see when Rockstar is evicted. Oh my gosh. Oh, poor Rockstar. It's really, I mean, I'm happy Angela won, but I was kind of rooting for her just because I thought either would be great. Rockstar is like an older version of me in that I talk, she Four talks years const- older than you. Yeah. 
oh, yeah, it's going to be three in like three days. And that she talks constantly about all the festivals she's been to, meaning she's taken a lot of designer drugs in her life. Um, when that I, poor woman had to yeah. do math, she's a 34-year-old mother of three who's taken enough ecstasy in her life to drown, to kill a horse. <laughs> and uh, making her do math on live television, I just saw the look on her face where she was like, fuck. I... She was just thinking about it. I kind of loved it. She was truly just like thinking... You know, she was going to yeah. her happy place, whereas Angela was scribbling feverishly. Oh, yeah. she, Angela used two pads. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know there were more than one down there. Me too. I guess they got to have a backup for everything. Yeah. Angela was, um, like, doing the Common Core version. Like, I don't know that, but, like, where they teach math the weird way and all the parents don't know how math works anymore. That's what Angela I don't know. I wouldn't know how that works either. We're old. Um, we're old. We're 30. Yeah. We're rock stars age. <laughs> we are. <laughs> But so, so wait, where were we? Where were we so we're, we're at Rachel. Rachel's evicted five to four. Oh Tears well up in her eyes. She storms out. Doesn't hug or touch anyone. Fuck you Cornbread y'all. style. That was, yes. that was the cornbread move there. That right there was straight fire. I mean, <laughs> I haven't liked Rachel more. I know. I, I, I think she's really a nice person. She is like a totally. really sweet girl and she is very, very warm and loyal so I don't, I don't particularly like watching people in pain for no. like who don't deserve it. Like I, I think it's a common and a, a valid criticism of our society in that we have these like ultra televised uh, embarrassment factories. <laughs> yeah, and like it's been made fun of. Like I don't know if you saw Sorry to Bother You, but there's like a TV show oh. within the world. I saw it. We can talk about it. Okay. <laughs> but there's like a TV show in the in the world of it. It's called like let's beat the shit out of someone or whatever, and people just like get embarrassed and beat the shit out of like on a American yeah. Idol style show. So like, I it it hurts. There's a weird sort of duality of like watching someone go through that, be so hurt and embarrassed on television. Yeah, and, and so confused. And it's not like. Austin, like when Austin was blindsided a few years ago, he was such a creepy guy. He was such a creepy <laughs> douche and such a little sniveling baby. Or even like that even, is fun. Sorry. Yeah, even when Whistlenut got like even when any of those blindsides happened last year, which weren't like it just felt good because they were all working on an evil cause, which was helping Paul. Yeah. But it was like it felt nice and therapeutic to see them get blindsided to get the, give them a taste of their own medicine, yeah. you know. So it felt great. Whereas Rachel really is, I don't know. She just was nice. I don't think she thought she wasn't doing anything wrong. She was always a chill person. So she is like bawling on live television, and they don't even know what to do. They cut to the house. The audio cuts in. The Julie audio was goes scared. Up. Julie was scared. Julie's going through her own stuff right now, as we all Julie know. Doesn't need this. <laughs> Julie's like, oh my gosh, can Sharon Osbourne host an episode <laughs> of this? Julie was looking around like, where's security? Because Rachel came stomping out of that house with her bag. Usually Julie's like, you can leave your bag right there. She did not have the opportunity oh, to say no. Because Rachel was just like, oh, I know where I'm sitting. I felt so bad for her. Anyways, I actually think Julie, this is one of the best seasons of Julie. She oh, has yeah. been great in these interviews. I don't remember this happening pre-jury. I understand why this has to stop once the jury comes. But I love when Julie goes through the votes with these people and is like, who Me voted? For, who do you think voted? And she gives up the names. This was a great, this was like 
a few good men. Joey's yeah. like, I want names. You want me on that wall. <laughs> you need me on that wall. <laughs> oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah, it was great to see Julie's, like, well-honed interview skills come out. We it's never like get to Frost see that. Frost Nixon. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> All the movies about great interviews in history. It was great. And Julie, you could tell Julie was loving it. And you could tell Julie got a little bit shook by Rachel. Oh, Rachel's yeah. true emotions. Because then when she was hosting the HOH competition, she didn't know what camera to look at. She messed up her words. She was shook. Yeah. So I was I but but like I, I've been making fun of Rachel for the past few weeks because she sort of only turns on the lights in a performative sort of like in like a showgirl sort of way. Like she even did it like she had this one brief moment. While they were all still in the house, or maybe it was in the veto competition. I'm sorry if I'm uh, conflating the two. I think it was in, when they were showing the final times for the veto competition. She sort of like did this like presentery sort of like. Right. It's like sure. stop acting like you're a booth girl at a, at fucking like Comic Con or whatever. Yeah. Be a person. We didn't see Rachel until this happened to her, and she was already out of the house. And all this happened. I'm like, yes, this is the real Rachel. Where was this Rachel? Where's the Rachel with the choker from the from the interview who were like, oh, wow, major Jess Graff vibes. Where yeah. was this girl all season? Well, I mentioned this last time and I saw someone on Twitter who said the same thing. I think it's that she got the crap app and thought everyone hated her. So she was like, I just have to be extra like on and nice. But people know that I have a great personality and it's just affected. So she came off as really effective. No, you got to be extra douchey after you get. You got to be mean. Yeah, you got to be like, all right, I'll deserve this. And speaking of mean, <gasps> Julie says, "Do you want to see your goodbye messages?" And Rachel's like, "No." And I'm like, "Oh, cool, like a human moment from Rachel." Yeah. And oh my gosh, I, I have the I have the quote here. Okay. Angela, cold-hearted queen, comes on. Just a few bullet points to go over here. You talked yourself onto the block, you lied to my face, and your stories don't make sense. Our final two deal is about as irrelevant as you were week two. Long pause. <laughs> I mean, you gotta just let that sink in. Cold? I could, oh, yeah. I couldn't believe it. I, I figured that she'd <laughs> give her like... I figured she'd be like, you messed up. Sorry, girl. Like, we'll get margaritas outside of the house. Something. Yeah. Unbelievable. Like they, they spent every day in that house right next to each other. Yes, exactly. Incredible. Why, Sorry. I mean, Angela is the new Dr. Will. And Oh, my gosh. If this is it, and what did I – I texted you. This So this happens – and then yeah. this is what happens. You, t I, I think I just te I texted you, oh boy, or maybe that was from something else. But I texted you, oh boy, and then you say, Angela coming in hot. Finally, I say, oh my god, unbelievable. Here we go. Yeah, and then we get <laughs> six forty-five, forty-seven p.m. L.A. time. That cold-hearted <laughs> B better win H.O.H. right now. <laughs> I called it. Brett was right. Forever. Hashtag Brett was right. Hashtag Brett was right. I called the Angela HOH. And thank goodness. We better see this woman go crazy and be so mean. 
I hope she's so mean for the rest of the season. I hope she becomes the house guest favorite by being mean. She's going to shoot up to the top of like Jokers and Hell the, yeah. Rob has a podcast stock watch and everything. I'm so ready. I'm ready for the reign of Angela. I was saying I'm I wanted either her and her Casey to be on the block or for one of them to win. I just need to see something from them. I wanted Rockstar to win. Like it's fun to have these new people like every time a new person win HOA. Oh yeah. This is this was great. I really don't know what's gonna happen. I would assume if Bailey were were smart, which I she is one point away from being a genius. Exactly. And she's pretty good at pool. <laughs> yeah. She's better than expected at pool. That's not how I'm I'm worse than expected at pool, but she's yeah. better than expected at pool. I would assume Bailey will probably use her power at some point this at the the nomination ceremony tomorrow. Yeah. We because, also learned oh, go ahead. Because I don't know if she's gonna be around to because I think either way she would be a veto replacement not like I think she is a definite candidate to go to be nominated this week. That's if she true. doesn't use the the veto or doesn't use her power and if she does she's definitely a veto replacement nominee yeah uh, she's got back door baby yeah so all all good job on your your smooth the smoothest hoh of the season <laughs> um we also learned that there's gonna be new twists yeah and then there's no details about it there yeah. is some sort of competition that is awarded to there's I thought it was a little bit like I thought it was gonna be like the roadkill thing where like someone wins a competition, I uh, like a, like a like a solo competition and gets another power. I don't know, or if they're just awarded. I thought it we from, like, voted vote. again, but they didn't say where like where we could vote or anything. No, I mean, no. Well, it hasn't started yet. It starts on Sunday, no. Oh, I thought it would be on the Sunday. I thought it would happen like today. Oh. Like, I thought it would like happen tomorrow morning to them, and like we would see. Right. How it plays out on the Sunday episode. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I I guess it could be interesting. One, one final thing. I don't remember if this uh, happened, if this happened how I think I remember it. But um, when we had the I Pineapple HOH competition a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago where like it had those fake Apple keynote speeches with the fake yes. improv yes, yes, class yes. Steve Jobs. Yeah. Didn't Casey get the first question wrong and it was like really, really easy? I think so. Well, I don't that, think happened ag- that happened yeah. again. No one got the first question wrong other than, than Casey who... I think Rockstar got pretty far on that one too. Rockstar's like surprisingly or not... I don't know why it's She's wizened. She's wizened by Firefly, by Bonnaroo, by Lollapalooza. My boyfriend by... said he would believe that she was a juggalo. She looks like it. So maybe there's that. She looks like it. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. In a bad way. But like. Magnets. She... How do they work? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, that's the episode. We have a lot of incredible questions this week oh wait there's just oh wait we have so many incredible questions i just want to say one last thing oh yeah go for it jc always says something when he's voting and today's was take care of your parents oh i thought he said take care of your pets oh i thought it was parents i don't know internet tell us (laughs) and i'm just loving these jc bonmo they're so earnest they're incredible i love that he does a little psa every week from g from jc also 
fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, until you talk to him about politics. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> also, him wearing like a little sailor's outfit with 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 uh, <laughs> he overalls. looked like Gilligan. He looked like Millhouse. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. Okay, right. let's get to some questions. Okay, cool. Is there, is there anything else you want to talk about from the episodes? No, I loved them, and I love this season. It's incredible. I feel so bad and so dirty, but I love it. Yeah. All right. Let's power through these questions. From Matt, it's Matt Seal. How do you think Hillary Swank would fare on Celebrity Big Brother? Okay. I think she would win. Wow. I think she'd be the first one voted out. I think that... Listen, I don't know. Who knows what's happening on this on Celebrity Big Brother season two? Hillary Swank would be the biggest star on celeb on the season. I think she would walk into the house. She Hillary Swank is an Oscar winner. She knows yes. what it's like going to the galas and to the banquets and schmoozing the Hollywood Foreign Press Association and yeah. schmoozing the voters. She walks in there and friggin' real housewife of whatever walks in there and is like, holy exactly. shit, this is a real star. Some swaggy P, some Meadow World piece, some James Maslow walks in there and they're like, holy shit, this is a real celebrity. I am a celebrity too, and I'm on this stinking show. I need to glom myself onto the swank. No. I think everyone would want to work with her and she would be the de facto leader the entire time. I think there would be an immediate class divide where they all those people you just mentioned would be like, oh, Hillary Swank's here. She thinks she's so cool no. just because she no. has an Oscar and she was in a Karate Kid movie. She thinks she's better than me. Oh, you see how she eats her slop over there? What? Because she can't sleep, eat it over here with us? She's getting voted out first thing. No one Plus, would vote her. Every, every When someone votes out Hillary Swank, their agent is like dying in their, their ivory Beverly Hills Tower being like, baby, I can't believe you voted out <laughs> Hillary Swank. She'll never work with you again. <laughs> Hillary Swank would not last a day in that house. We saw her at Whole Foods together. She needs organic produce, not whatever crap they buy on sale for these house guests. Oh, yeah. She would never be a have-not, for sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, great question. Incredible question. So, from at Gay My Way, so do y'all miss Caitlin yet? Yes. <laughs> yeah, a little. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I did, except now that, now that this happened, I feel like a new fire has ignited. Well, Angela's just going to – my queen, Angela – not my queen – God, stupid Angela. But like, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I hope. I don't know who knows. Angela might go back to taking a nap. But like, yeah. If Angela turns into like power beast mode woman, like Mecha Godzilla, that would be incredible. It'd be so good because that was also like, lest we forget, that was a memory competition. And she won it. That wasn't oh, even yeah. physical. We haven't even seen her physical prowess yet. Yeah, and for all know, we know she she threw the comp to Swaggy on the first I've night. Been throwing. Yeah, it's uh, it's incredible. From at Winter Decay, I don't ever think that Bailey would speak of such violence. 
Oh, I didn't ever think that Bailey would speak with such violence. At what point do you think production should step in and say something? So this is because she was like, I'm going to let your intestines out and play with them. You guys, I love heart hyperbole. I'm okay with it. These weren't real threats. I think it's all good. I don't know. I mean, there's a certain point in which, like, she's the only person who talks like this to everybody else. Like, no one's... No, she just keeps saying, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to come home and kill you after the show is over. And it's just like, no one else is talking. I know it's hyperbole, but, like, she just keeps saying it with a complete straight face. And she's the only person saying it. I know. I just, like, I don't take it. No, I I don't really take it seriously either. I just think she's, like, something's a little bit off with how she talks to people. Because she just, like, sort of expects all this deference and she expects to be like pampered. Queen B. Queen yeah, she is. And that's, that's her downfall this week. Yeah. She just walked around saying, I, I'm going to, I'm in charge. I'm going to do everything. Everything's going to get done my way. And she did none of the work other than. I just, think we learned yeah. this week why she and Swaggy hit it off so well. Oh yeah. They both have that sort of. Lack do you know of self-aware. Do you know who would, ha- who would, who I would get along with? Well, Bailey's dad. Just a quiet guy who's just <laughs> yes. like, I, I, I don't like this. I, yes. I, swaggy is a, a bit a bit brash for me. Um, <laughs> yes. I, I really would prefer not to be on television. <laughs> yeah, like, please leave me alone in my giant house. That's my uh, dude. From at Natty Bumper, the guy in the White House who has a Twitter account seems to fall into the walking around the house banging pots and pans strategy a lot. My question is, do either of you find yourself using BB strategies in your own lives? If so, please show your work. Every day. (laughs) How? Every day I'm working on my social game. Are you kidding me? Oh, I think that's a – yeah, everyone – every day people are working on their social game. Yeah, sure. I'm working working on on my physical beast comp game because I work out every day. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, wow. And I'm working on my strategy by – Putting little pieces of dots in a bucket and choosing <laughs> where to go for lunch. <laughs> I I saw this question and I first thought no, but I guess you've illuminated. Like, yeah, I'm working on my social game. I'm always learning how to be a more engaging, empathetic human. But I don't lie. I don't walk around and lie that much. There's nothing in my life that I need to lie about. And like, why no, would I, I think have it- to keep lies? I don't have the energy to like keep lies straight between like, oh shit, I lied to my girlfriend about that or oh, not, I lied to my best friend about no, that. No, no. Not necessarily lies, but just like even asking for things. Like yeah. asking for favors or asking oh, for yeah. things you need at work or whatever. It's like there's a way to do it where you'll get what you want, right? Uh-huh. So I'm always trying to do that because I always want to get free lunch at work. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so great question from at S Zatney. Since pot is legal in California now, do you think the house guest specifically Tyler, Why can, Tyler? Request it, <laughs> can request it the same as beer or wine? Um, that's gonna be a no for me, dog. I mean, yeah, they can request it, but like, but they barely even get beer or wine. Yeah, they get like one. I wish they could. Yeah. Um, I. Yeah, like they should, but I don't. I don't think it's there yet. It's still federally illegal. Like CBS, CBS, which has a relationship with the government, the federal, the FCC, like grants them a license to use federal airwaves to broadcast Young Sheldon and stuff like that. (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> they can't just be giving away illegal drugs. No. To to people on national the lifeguards from Hilton Head Island. Yeah, to like people on primetime TV. Should it happen? Yeah. Yes. Will it happen? Never. Not in our lifetimes, baby. Um, from at Rachel and Tyler one, who is more of a meninist, Sam or Polly Calafiore? Oh gosh, that is you know what? Whoever sent that in, that is great because that is the relationship that Polly needs. Polly yeah. needs to get out of this house. Sam needs to get out of this house and like meet Polly at like a BB alumni event, and then she just like cracks the whip on him, and they yeah. live a very a very traditional lifestyle together. <laughs> I'm not sure what whip she's cracking. There was a moment in one of the episodes tonight, uh, either tonight or last night where she was talking with Tyler and he was like, what are you going to do? And she's like, I'm going to do whatever you tell me to do. Oh yeah. So I don't know about that. Well, everyone, she just thinks that Tyler is like her number one. Like half the people in this house, they're like, Oh yeah, Tyler's my best friend. Um, he's just he's a lone sort of, wolf. Yeah. He's just a sweet wounded deer. From so we sort of answered something like this already, but I just wanted to give a shout out because it's a new question giver from at Gloss and Glaze said, "Has Bay's Hoh shown her true colors? Did you see all the mean, threatening, hostile crap she's been saying on the feed? I don't know if I've seen it all. I mean, mostly what I saw was like what was on the episode, which is about like gutting Scotty like a fish. Yeah. Um, so I haven't seen it all. I still am not." against bailey i think she painted herself into a real tight spot this week with her hoh it was not jessica graff levels of disaster but it wasn't it wasn't great (laughs) i'm not rooting against her though yeah i yeah same i'm not rooting against her i just thought she just she just she didn't really have a good week like she didn't get her target out and she sort of she gave up her the biggest thing she had in this game, which was her power. She gave that up to the other side for no reason. Yeah. She, there's a huge target on her back. And she was kind of just like mean to people and bossy to people all week. And like everyone figured out their way around it, which is just to pepper her, flood her with compliments and say, oh, yeah, anything you want. It's I'm Team Bay all the way. Like she's right. getting upset at people for being like. Rachel played this wrong a little bit, but also Bailey is like Bailey's a little bit weird to like f- to expect Rachel to come up into the room and Rachel's like, oh, I'm really sad about how this affects my game. And Bailey's not like, oh, that's understandable. Everyone here is playing for themselves right now. But she's, she's like, like, I'm really offended that you would even say that <laughs> to me. Bring that yeah. negative energy to me. I need you to come up here and say that you're playing for me. And it's like, no, this is a what? one player game. This ain't. This ain't Madden. This ain't nah. football. This ain't basketball. It's a one-player game. It's like golf. Only one yeah. person can win. <laughs> um, from at Anta Panda seven seven zero one. Question for the pod: Which cutaway has been each of your favorites so far this season? Oh, I should have mentioned this Wednesday night. One of the best cutaways of the season of all time, I would say. <laughs> oh yeah, we we talked about this on the podcast before. They the producers, the editors do this thing where whenever they say. Someone's in a room, two people are in a room, Tyler and Casey are in a room together. Oh, and they're uh, something, something about Scotty. They cut to Scotty, and they always do do a very unflattering cut, too, of, like, what that person looks like just for the, the audience at home. Yeah. And 
Someone talks about JC and they cut to JC in the kitchen wearing a wig and a hat and pretending to drink from a bottle of ketchup. That's incredible. <laughs> and like acting drunk. Like just the way he reached for the bottle of ketchup. And it was a long blonde wig and it looked really good. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. It looked great on him. Um, that was my favorite, probably of all time. It that looked was- like a sitcom or like a cartoon where like the kid <laughs> dresses up in a in like a wig and like like a lady's yes. dress, and then like the bo- like dad's boss comes over for <laughs> dinner and he's like hitting on the on the kid, and he's like, "Wow, you're like a beautiful woman. Would you mind if I asked you out?" And it's like, "Oh no, it's a nine year old." <laughs> it's like white chicks. Basically, basically. Oh, so good. Our favorite. You can tell our taste in film and TV. I don't like white chicks. Um, white chicks is not uh, a good movie. Um, it's okay. <laughs> um, at E Tulinator wants to know: Would you let your daughter date Swaggy C? Would you let your daughter date any contestant from Big Brother? There's only one person I would let my daughter date from Big Brother. Scotty. Scotty, the original Virgin King from BBOTG. <laughs> 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 still my favorite still like an icon an absolute legend um chai town patty wants to know was tonight's blindside the best in big brother history chai town patty i heard you get a shout out a question in on rob has a podcast the other day good Whoa. for you i know yeah. you i know you're a regular on this show good for you <laughs> moving on up to the big leagues chai town patty um no, I think Austin was so good in BB-17. Yeah. That was a really good one. This one was, trust me, there was a lot of drama. But, like, this wasn't a strategic blindside. Rachel was not going to win the game. Rachel was doing nothing. Like, it's not that dramatic when a pawn, like, a true pawn in this game goes home. She was a pawn not only this week, but she was, like, a pawn in the grand scheme of, like, this cast yeah. this year. She wasn't going to win. She just didn't have it. Yeah. It was dramatic that she cried and that her best friend left her the most savage goodbye <laughs> message. But it wasn't it wasn't the best blindside ever. Yeah. It was a good one. A, but, it's yeah. sort of similar. Coma Joan wanted to know, can you think of a better exit interview than what we just saw with Rachel? And yeah, I I mean, that was great. It was just great. And I, I think it's because we don't have a stupid like battle back this year. Yeah. So we get to see Julie filling them in and giving them all the detail and watching that like reaction in real time. It's so much better than like months later after they've been in sequester and then they go on Twitter. Yeah. Speaking of that, I, it, usually the, usually the first week of jury is a, is a double eviction. So the two people aren't like alone in this, this house in Malibu somewhere. Um, <laughs> it's looking unlikely that there's going to be a double eviction um, because um, we lost the, the, the person coming back into the house. So it seems that there would have to be um, a buyback for any double eviction that would happen this year. I think uh, Vegas for sure tweeted that out. Who's a, a a Twitter, a Twitter personality who seems to know a lot about what's going on behind the scenes of big Big Brother. brother insider. People like dunking on him or her, which is totally fine because that person seems a bit a bit cocky and a bit like a jerk. But the person's usually they right. give us the good. Vegas for sure is usually right all the time, so it's fine. I want to end on this last question. Love it. From at Patrick M Dunn, 
thoughts on Bailey's family's wild home decor. <laughs> Lots of red. Stra- strawberry shakes. Strawberry smoothies. Um, that house, just look on the outside. That was a nice, that's a nice house. Yeah. I I mean, I, so it was very, a lot. Of, I saw a lot of people commenting that it was like Big Bachelorette where like he goes home and meets the families or just something they do on Bachelorette all yeah. the time. And on those, they often rent homes for the families to live in <gasps> to make it seem like they live there just to like, you know, so that stalkers or whatever don't find them or to oh, that's a good make idea. their houses look camera ready. Yeah. And I thought it was nice that they very clearly did not do this <laughs> at, for Bailey's house. Brother. Not that it was not that it was not nice. It was a nice house, but it like definitely looked like those people lived there. Like people lived there, and they had their weird curtains. <laughs> I didn't notice and, the curtains. And odd. I mean, maybe they changed this for the TV crew, but like odd television setup with a couch that was just slightly too small where seven people had to stand behind it. No, well, I mean, but that's what happens every time. Like I bet when you're, I bet when your relative is on big brother, you do end up having a lot of watch parties and you end up becoming like a host for the community, especially oh, yes. if a big family and stuff. She's got three sisters who knows what other cousins and stuff. Um, also when they're like, Yo, CBS is coming by on Tuesday and Swaggy's coming and there's going to be two camera crews and we're going to have to make it look like we're having this big family like fun gathering. Like come yeah. like I'm sure they get every cousin and every neighbor to be like, "Yo, do you want to be on TV? There's going to be free food." Please yeah. Come over. Yeah. And that's fair. <laughs> I could only imagine if my if I was on Big Brother, they would go to my parents' house who live an hour away. And it would be like the two of them being like, fuck it. We hate, we hate everyone. We don't want you to be here right now. Yeah, please, please leave. Fuck it, y'all. It would be so, it would be so funny. Um, that's it. We had so many great questions and comments. Thank you guys great all so much questions for sending this week. Well, no, how but... would Hillary Swank do on Big Brother? I know. Great Matt Steele. I know. Great question. Um, guys, send us more at Hey Julie BB. Oh, yeah. send- Hey Julie Big Brother at gmail.com. We this season is just getting started. Oh, it's just heating up. Uh we'll be back probably Monday, yeah. maybe for another episode. Until then, let's go see what's going on in those live feeds. Alright, bye Julie. Bye Julie.